0: Hi, and welcome back
1: to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. If you're just joining us, our focus is holistic wellness and the latest in natural ways to help us all live healthier, happier, and longer. Well, here's an amazing fact. We have been regularly interviewing Karan Krishnan, our favorite microbiologist, here on Healing Quest for over a year now. You know, It's truly amazing, but it's not surprising because when it comes to helping us understand how to keep our immune system healthy and strong, Nobody does it better in terms of explaining, in layman's language, the complicated science involved and why we should all be really paying attention to it. That's true.
0: But in all that time, Quran's always been the steady, you know, measured scientist, <laughs> that, certainly that you would expect of somebody who's an expert in microbiology and probiotics. Today, however, I have a feeling we may see another side of Quran. Maybe a side that might be just a little testy. <laughs> No, so Karan, thanks for joining us today.
1: We understand that there's uh, been this study that's uh, gotten some uh, attention, which alleges that, according to what they found, probiotics are sometimes "quote
0: useless" unquote. But that made you happy yeah. when you saw that.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: you know what? Um, it, it's a bit of a mixed bag for me. So, okay, um, there are there are some really good things about that study having been conducted and then there's some huge issues in how the study is being reported Mm. so first off Mm. um the the big issue is that they conclude that probiotics are useless based on their study of that one probiotic product right and and that so they studied one product one product one formula that they pulled off the shelf at some place it's one of those what I call kitchen sink probiotic formulas, which is a whole bunch of non-specific strains. One of the things that they verified in their study is that those strains are dying in the stomach. They're not colonizing, so they're not really causing any effect.
1: Even I know that that's not news. Um...
2: Exactly, yes. And that's the problem is that is stuff that we've been talking about being a higher level researcher and, and uh, developer of products in the probiotic space is that, yes, that's true that a huge majority of the products on the market um, fail in that respect. But the way they report the study, you can't do a study on a single probiotic product and say probiotics as a category is useless. You know, I was giving someone the analogy who was asking me about this, uh, and I was saying, what if I did a study on fast food, right? I, I took 50 people. I had them eat nothing but fast food every day for 30 days and the end of the 30 days I can almost guarantee that numerous health implications would have been realized um you know biomarkers going up inflammation going up they probably would have put on a whole bunch of weight what if I did that study and then my conclusion and my publication of that study is food is bad for you
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right <laughs> would that make any sense no there's different categories of foods i could say fast food is bad for you, or this particular fast food is bad for you, but I likely wouldn't get the same results if I fed them a healthy, organic, uh, you know, vegetable, healthy, lean meat-based diet for 30 days. And just like in food, there's many different versions of food, and they function differently in the body. Probiotics are the same thing. There's so many different types of strains, um, most of which function differently in the body, so the conclusion from that study should have been: this probiotic we tested mm-hmm. does not do anything in the body. And they could make the leap that this probiotic is representative of many of the generic formulations on the marketplace, which actually goes along the line of what we've been saying for a while. When companies just, you know, take this marketing opportunity to just throw a bunch of non-specific strains together in a product. Um, it's not really going to do much of anything in the body. So that's the mixed bag with that study. It does highlight the issues with the low-quality, uh, non-scientific probiotic products that are still out there making claims that their product is effective, hmm. um, but then also the way they reported this study saying, you know, general, uh, generalization that probiotics are useless, that's completely um, nonsensical.
1: So, Karan, where did this study come from and who funded it? So that's a good question.
2: Um, it's, it's not completely clear who funded this study, uh, but it, it was done it was done out of uh, uh, Israeli University. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times when studies are done overseas, it's kind of hard to pinpoint where the funding came from. Um, and I don't think the study was, was skewed or anything in any way. Um, my guess, usually when you see studies on supplement products, um, like over the last few years, there's been supplement uh, studies that show that multivitamins are useless or Vitamin D is useless and uh, those kind of things. Those are typically funded by pharmaceutical companies. The way they design the studies, they design the study for failure. Right. Right. In, in, <laughs> in this case, yeah, they've designed the study by understanding that they're going to pick the most generic probiotic off the shelf that they likely knew is not even going to survive because most, many of them don't. Um, and then they're going to do a study to see whether or not this has any effect, and then they're going to conclude the study as saying that this single product that they've tested is representative of probiotics in
1: general.
0: If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks.
1: And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest, and we're talking with microbiologist Karan Krishnan about the probiotic controversy. Although it's not really much of a controversy when you actually dig down into it because we
0: get the facts. Right.
1: We need to say right now that um we uh on our healing quest for years have been proponents of probiotics, but especially uh, the one that we now take, which is uh, one that you're involved with, called Just Thrive, which is a spore-based probiotic, and that's the total extent of my knowledge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know a little more than that. I think you give yourself a little credit for that, and we take it and we have good results. So let's tell them what a spore-based probiotic is.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, the reason why we even came to the spore-based probiotic is because we've already understood what this research study had shown with that one product we've understood that about numerous products on the market for almost a decade now so it's not as roy said earlier it's not really news um what we understood is that you know the vast majority of probiotics on the market don't survive and so we were looking for strains that had the natural capability of surviving through our harsh gastric system that's the Mm -hmm. stomach acid as things are moving through the stomach and then there's something else that's called bile salts in the upper part of the intestines that also kill off most bacteria, including probiotic bacteria. So we identified these strains that are spore-forming strains that have this unique capability of putting an armor-like coating around themselves so that they survive through the gastric system. And again, we're not putting that on them. This is what they do naturally. Um, That's allowed them, through the course of evolution, to be able to survive through the swallowing and consumption process. And then they get to the site of action in the intestines completely alive, and they go to work cleaning up a gut for you.
1: Anything new on the on the clinical trial front? Because I know you guys are always involved in things like that.
2: Yeah, we just uh, we have eleven ongoing clinical trials oh. right now in oh. many different areas. Yeah, we, we were we're doing more studies than any other probiotic company um, on in, in the world um, that's doing on a finished product and that's really the key because we're not just studying Individual strains and their effect, we're studying the formulation, which is really what, at the end of the day, consumers are going to be buying. So that's the most relevant thing, right? Right, right. So, the most recent study that we've, uh, two studies that we finished, uh, one was on triglycerides, and we saw a significant uh, ability to reduce triglycerides in as little as 90 days. So, that's a form of liver fat. So okay. your doctor typically measures it along with cholesterol. Mm-hmm. So in cholesterol, you get the total cholesterol, you get the LDL, which is thought to be the bad cholesterol, the HDL, which is thought to be the good cholesterol. And then the real culprit in all of that is the triglyceride. So the ability of a probiotic to reduce triglycerides is really interesting because what that means is that the probiotic is overall reducing Toxicity and inflammation in the body, and especially reducing that load on the liver, wow. which is, uh, you know, and, and that is a, is a huge um, health, it has huge health implications
0: overall. That's big. Um, well, this as usual, great information from you. I, I mean, I always love talking to you, and I always learn something.
1: I'm going to predict we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> We've been talking with microbiologist Karan Krishnan about a recent study that questioned the health benefits of probiotics. Uh, We had a feeling there was more to this story than what we read in the online report. So thanks, Karan, for straightening everything out for us. We'll continue taking our Just Thrive probiotic now with more confidence than ever.
0: And if you want more information on probiotics and the one Karan helped develop, you'll find it at thriveprobiotic.com. That's thriveprobiotic.com.
1: Up next, we're going to introduce you to a new source of holistic skin care that involves not only conventional Western medicine, but also naturopathic medicine, Ayurveda, and traditional Chinese medicine.
0: That's right. So don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, healingquest.tv, or on the iHeartRadio app. And please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And
1: I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFPK
0: and iHeartRadio.